Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom, written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is taken from a series of books written under the banner of In Defense of Christianity. Podcast 123, The Sabbath Day, Part 3, is entitled The Ten Commandments. A lawyer trying to trip Christ asked, Master, Which is the great commandment in the law? Christ's answer not only confounded the Pharisees, but it establishes the law of liberty for all time. James calls the Ten Commandments the law of liberty. He calls the two great commandments the perfect law of liberty. Matthew 22, 37-40 Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. The Pharisees, who knew the books of Moses, would have perfectly understood Christ. Look at the two great commandments through the eyes of the Pharisees, who were steeped in the law of Moses and the traditions of the Jews. Note how, Through the use of parallel structure, Christ summarizes all the Ten Commandments in those two commandments. Just look at the first great commandment. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. Now look at the first five of the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor thy father and thy mother. The great commandment is an abstract of the first five commandments. Now look at the second great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. The second great commandment is an abstract of the last five commandments. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet. It left the dissembling lawyers nonplussed. If we honor God, we will live the first five commandments. If we love our neighbor as ourselves, we will live the last five commandments and many more. Again, the relationship between the two great commandments given by Christ, the Ten Commandments given to Moses, and the story of creation, because of parallelism, though it may be lost on us, would not have been lost on the early Hebrews. The far-reaching effects of parallelism in the Bible are amazing. What may not be clear in one context becomes perfectly clear in another. A very interesting sideline about parallelism becomes apparent. When you divide the scriptures according to the parallel elements, they're much easier to memorize than the division of chapter and verse system we use today. 
Parallelism is the perfect mnemonic device. It is very possible that the early Hebrews did memorize long passages of Scripture. Parallelism would facilitate making connections far easier. A scripture given in one century would correlate perfectly with a scripture given in another century. The Old Testament would be connected to the New Testament. The parallel structure, including repetition with variation, would automatically bring both scriptures to mind, putting it in a broader context. Scriptures are not meant to be read in isolation, which creates private interpretation. The Hebrews, during the time of Moses, would have perfectly understood that the Ten Commandments were intrinsically connected to the story of creation. The Jews at the time of Christ would have intrinsically connected the two great commandments with the Ten Commandments, and the Ten Commandments with the law of creation. James understood that principle perfectly when he connected the law of liberty to the Ten Commandments, and the perfect law of liberty to the two great commandments, as well as the Sermon on the Mount and other teachings of Christ. James understood that a government dedicated to freedom can build into its laws a code of conduct necessary for civility and safety. He also understood that a truly free government can only exist when the citizens voluntarily obey the royal law. In no society can you legislate love, which is exactly what our society today is trying to do. It will fail. In a democratic republic, of the Ten Commandments, the only ones that can be legislated are the last five commandments. The first five must be lived voluntarily. Now that we have entirely removed God from our laws and all Ten Commandments from our laws, we are set up for the entire breakdown of society. We have violated the first four of the Ten Commandments by removing God from government. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. We have violated the fifth commandment. Honor thy father and thy mother. By claiming that sex is a choice. By denying a child the right to have both a father and mother in the home. By destroying the sanctity of marriage. By demeaning the role of fatherhood and motherhood. By encouraging same-sex marriage by turning children against their parents, by taking away parents' rights, and by the entire woke ideology, and by government interfering with the rights of parents. We have violated the sixth commandment, Thou shalt not kill, by encouraging abortion, even as a form of birth control, and by allowing partial birth abortion, even up to the moment of delivery, that is, murder of a child by any humane definition. We have violated the seventh commandment, Thou shalt not commit adultery. By destroying marriage, by claiming that marriage is outdated, by advocating free love, by encouraging sex among youth, by claiming that sexual morality is outdated, and by claiming that abstinence before marriage is not realistic. We have violated the Eighth Commandment. Thou shalt not steal. By defunding police, by releasing criminals from prison before their punishment is completed by reducing theft less than $1,000 to a misdemeanor, by encouraging people to take anything they want from stores, by punishing those who try to protect themselves or their property, by prosecuting the victim and letting the criminal go free, by not following through on robbery, by letting the homeless own the streets and punishing the homeowners, by allowing squatters to live rent-free at the homeowner's expense. We have violated the Ninth Commandment, Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. 
by allowing the government to prosecute conservatives and letting the liberals go free, by holding one group accountable for lying because they belong to the wrong party, and by covering up the lies of the other because they belong to the right party. The press has become corrupted. The major news networks bury stories injurious to their party and exaggerate stories that criticize their enemies. Truth no longer matters among politicians or the press. Today, government is run in secret and not by transparency. There is collusion among the highest offices in the land and the press to destroy the two-party system and to give one party total power. Lies are an acceptable form of communication as long as it favors the left. By weaponizing the arms of government to oppress those who disagree with the values of the left, by encouraging tribalism, by demonizing whites, and by calling them white supremacists and systemic racists, we have violated the Tenth Commandment. Thou shalt not covet. By claiming that wealth should be redistributed. By claiming that the wealthy class owe the poor a living. By claiming that everyone should be economically equal. By claiming that there should be equity, not equality. By claiming that the government should provide free health care, free phones, free housing, free food. By destroying the democratic republic and replacing it with socialism. By justifying theft by bribing for votes through unequal entitlements, by creating class hatred, and by taking away personal responsibility. It is ironic that in our day, where everything is topsy-turvy, that we have mocked, belittled, betrayed, and dismissed all of the law of liberty or the Ten Commandments, yet have passed hate crime laws and tried to force man to love his neighbor as himself through political correctness. Enforced laws keep the peace. Enforced charity creates racism hatred and division. People naturally love people. Look how they pull together in a crisis. But people rebel when love is legislated and enforced by law. In voluntary charity, all people will give with a radiant smile and open heart. In enforced charity, they will wear the face of political correctness, but with hardened hearts, they will hate the one they profess to love, while exploiting them to protect their investments. Entitlements are like squeezing toothpaste out of both ends. Each feels that he got less than the other. As long as special rights exist, racism will never die. The conclusion is this. Our democratic republic cannot survive in a nation that violates the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are the law of liberty. And without the Ten Commandments, there can be no liberty. There can be socialism. There can be monarchy. There can be Marxism. There can be communism, and there can be totalitarianism, but there cannot be a democratic republic. We will never enjoy the liberty of the past until the Ten Commandments are restored in the hearts of the majority of Americans and into the laws of the land, until we return to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, until we enforce the laws of liberty equally without any favoritism, until we return to law and order and put the blindfold back on justice. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.